We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But um, I kind of thought I had Kawhi pinned to the sideline and I just didn't want I, I just didn't want to give him the chance to get the, get the ball out. Uh, I just thought that he had nowhere to go, and then he found a way to make a pass. And um, obviously, they skipped it across the court, and then I made a three. But it crossed my mind. But I mean, it happens so fast, and some, sometimes you just play off instinct. How kind of to come back the way you guys did, mm-hmm. um, and to not be able to pull out a win. How frustrating was tonight? It sucks. Point blank. Busy. <laughs> the dunk on Julius Randle, I could see him going to the bench saying, see, this is why I don't play defense. Shout out to Julius Randle, man. That was a really good defensive possession. And everybody made their rotation. And his rotation was the last rotation. And he made the fucking rotation. And he got, he got himself in the play. And he's on a poster. Good job by him. Seriously, good job by him. And I know he fouled him too, but like good job by him getting in there. That shows me that he cares, which is more meaningful to me than the fact that he got scored on. Thanks, Busy, for bringing that up. I'd forgotten about that. Jay, what's going on? Daily reminder, this coach will get exposed in the playoffs. Luke coached circles around tips. Really? <laughs> the guy with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George who needed uh, a buzzer beater three to go in coach circles around Thibodeau. Oh, okay. That's good. OB 12 minutes for a small ball lineup. Good. God move on. All right. Well, look, you're in good company because more people agree with you than agree with me. So you must be right. Congratulations, Jay. Kevin Danishevsky. I love the Tibbs one with the IQ Grimes deuce lineup there. I love this. I love this. This is great. <laughs> Randall was really good tonight, but he needs to continue to work on controlling his emotions. I think he'll be working on that until he's 80. Uh, Jalen Brunson will end up as a top 10 Nick ever. My God, Kevin. That might be that might be worse than dropping the top your top 20 all time list into the freaking playback chat. Um, <clears throat> I can't do that right now. I can't. I, I'm just trying to think of who I had at 10th. Just. All right. We I, he, See, this is me. I can't fucking help myself. Frazier. <laughs> Reed. Um, 
Ewing, uh, DeBusher, Carmelo. That's my. That's an easy top five. He's not getting above any of those five. Bill Bradley. No, he's not getting above Bill Bradley. After that, you could go in a couple directions. Um, you want to go Bernard King. You go Bernard King. You want to go Houston. You want to go Oakley. You want to go Starks. You want to go Dick Barnett. Like all of these guys are like royalty. Well, Oakley's not royalty anymore because of reasons, but like all these guys are royalty. And I haven't even brought up like the old, like the guys that played in the fifties. And I, I understand people want to dismiss those, but like so funny, like every third trivia question, guess who it is? It's Harry Gallatin, right? Or Carl Braun. Like go look up those fucking guys stats and what they did in leading this team to three straight finals. Um, <clears throat> I, Earl Monroe, my God. How can I forget about Earl the Pearl? Like there is such a solid, I, I looked at it the other day because I was looking at it for Randall actually because he's climbing up and now he has two all-star appearances. This organization has a really solid top 20 of all time. That is not easy to crack. I didn't even mention Latrell Sprewell, you know, another guy. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. Um, Top 25. I'll give you top 25. I think that's possible to get in the top 20. He's going to have to win some. Got to win some playoff games, playoff series to get in the top 20. Is he going to be here when they do that? I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. Fritz Marty Jr. Thank you again for the generous contribution, Fritz. We are tied in record with Dallas and have a better record than Golden State and Phoenix with this squad. Are these trolls serious in here? I'm starting to lose faith with our delusional fan base. Well, don't go by. There's a reason I never... I probably shouldn't admit this. There's a reason I would never read the comments in here. Um, <clears throat> but like, that's fandom, Fritz. I mean, that's, I mean, it's fandom in 2023, especially. I'll say that. Um, it is what it is. I, I, there are reasons for it, but they have mostly to do with the world we live in and the nature of discourse and how no matter what your opinion is, there will be a vocal someone out there with a platform, with a real platform that gives your opinion um, weight and merit. So you feel like it is a valid opinion, you know? It's a world we live in. And Atlanta's about to lose. Tom Cappuccini, cheer me up, John. What's your prediction on the record of the last six games? based on what we've seen from them over the last two weeks. So um, Dom is talking about um, <clears> the <throat> last six games before the All-Star break, in which they play Philly at home tomorrow at Orlando. I've been, I've been looking at this freaking Orlando game for the last three weeks, watching this Orlando team. I watch them again. Who, that, who did they play? Um, they played Minnesota last night. I think it was. They played Charlotte next. This team's good. <clears throat> that Orlando team is good. Then they go to Philly, 
Then they got Utah at home, Brooklyn at home. Who's who's suiting up for Brooklyn in that game? Although they won tonight in a big comeback, and then at Atlanta. <clears throat> My gut tells me that they would do well to go two and six. Sitting here right now, I really want to predict three and three. I want to predict that they are going to figure out a way to win three of these last six games. I want to do that. I want to give you that thumb. <sighs> Fuck it. Three and three. There you go. Fingers crossed. It's not going to be easy. Sam L. The Knicks took their first lead of the game in the last 90 seconds. Um, 113-112. A young injured team battled hard. I don't want to hear the doomers. There must be a lot of doom and gloom in the chat, man, that people are feeling the need to come into and uh, express opposing sentiments in the Super Chats. Man, alive. So, thank you, Sam. Yes, I agree. I wish I had something to add. But I've kind of said it all already. Appreciate that. Don't be doom and gloom. No reason to be doom and gloom. You know the reason not to be doom and gloom? Also because, and I said this after the Miami game, this team has had no less than four opportunities, I guess, this season to pack it in to just be like, man, fuck this. This ain't happening for us this year. And they never do it. They never do it. And they just keep fighting. And again, I, 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 I do. I am curious about. Here's the one thing I will say about the doom and gloomers. I want to know how many of the last 20 some odd years. Not only that they like remember, I'm not talking about like, oh, yeah, you like, you know, you we sucked. But like you actually sat there and watched game after game and week after week and month after month and year after year, quite literally. Where the team just didn't team just didn't care. Like you had a bunch of guys who were just trying to get stats. They shouldn't care. <laughs> you know, to show up and do the things necessary to win. Like I I I have a hard time imagining that people who actually sat there and watched the entirety of those seasons would now be sitting here and um being so dismissive of the effort that this team gives, or maybe they just have short memories. I don't, I don't know. My gut feeling is that there are perhaps some people who, you know, may have checked out of those seasons because they, <laughs> they didn't really care for what they were watching, you know, but I, I would never, uh, I would never accuse any fan of being a, a casual. That's, that's for sure. Kyle Corrath. Big frustration with RJ are the two drafted above him. I mean, yeah, but you can't help that, right? Like, if anything, I think it's the Garland piece. But, like, I, I, yeah, I've never lost sleep over the fact that we took RJ over Garland. And Garland's a better player, but I never lost sleep over that. It's sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. And thank you, Kyle. 
Sheldon Gomes, it felt like it was at, RJ was actually doing a good job staying in front of Paul George and Kawhi early in the game, then started missing shots and the effort faded a bit. I, I'm happy you brought that up, Sheldon, because I my initial impression of his defense for most of this first half was was that it was pretty good. And I think I got a little skewed because of it not staying at a decent level. And again, that's a thing where your shot's not falling. Okay. It's fine. Shot's not falling. How else can you help the team tonight? And I'm, I, I'm, he made some nice passes. I thought he, I've, we've seen RJ have struggles on offense and then allow those struggles on offense to actually make his offensive process worse. I would argue that I thought he had a, his offensive process in this game was pretty, I think it was pretty good the whole time. And if anything, I I would argue it got better down the stretch where he was, he was trying to work it out in a way that I respected. And I, I thought I could see him trying to do that. Um, I agree with you on the defensive part of it. It's also not easy. He also played a shit ton of minutes, which is the thing like for anybody who wants to criticize RJ and I do it a lot. The amount of minutes the guy plays is just like, you do have to tip your cap to that part of it. Tonight he played 44, you know, more than anybody on in the on, in the game. Yeah. Thanks, Sheldon. Kevin Danishevsky with one more. As a philosophy major and an almost pre-law, I feel your pain. Don't why don't please don't be a lawyer, Kevin. Don't be a lawyer. World has enough lawyers. Shout out to our friends at Weiss and Rosenboom, by the way. Um Robert Cross, it's your boy John. Will Obi be on the team after the trade deadline? If he is, does it matter? Oof, goodness gracious. Hashtag 53 wins. Um I mean, does it matter? Yeah, it matters if he's here or not. The guy's a guy's still a talented player who has a skill set that's intriguing. And if they keep him after the deadline, I I would actually argue, yeah, here's why it matters. It matters because if they keep him after the deadline, unless they're idiots, I think it means that they still have some faith that somehow, some way, it could happen for him here. Now, I don't I don't know that I agree with that based on the evidence that we've seen. And for that reason, I'm actually going to say no to the first question. I don't think he's going to be on the team after the trade deadline. Unless I feel like if they could get a offer that they could li- like a, a like if the package like the package that's proposed to Utah, Ob Fournier a protected first for Beasley and Vanderbilt, like I could see them doing that, you know. I, I don't love the deal, but I don't think it's insane either. And I wonder if they're like, look, this is the best we're going to get for this player. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Thanks, Robert. Good question. I don't know if my answer is any good. Brian Benjamin, you all saw the video of Brunson in the team huddle. I did not. Um, I did not. I apologize. Can uh, Justin, if you're if you're hearing this, and can if anybody in the chat. 
knows what Brian is talking about, I can maybe explain it in the chat and then Justin could let me know. I'm happy to comment on it. I did not see the video though. Um, would a would a would a quick Google would a quick Twitter search, you know, do the trick? Um, I'll take a look. Anyway, thank you, Brian. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hayden Freed. What's going on, Hayden? Abby's boyfriend here. Oh, you're Abby's boyfriend. Okay, you're a diehard fan, so that explains it. Her first game was December of 2021. Oh, December of 2021, not December 21st. Okay, that makes more sense. Right before the cam trade. Am I sick for bringing my significant other into this mess? We sat next to Leon tonight. 
December of 2021. Man, that season was not going well. You're not sick. You're not sick. I hope you I hope you weren't the affirmative party though. I hope it was more like, look, hun, I love basketball. I love this team. It's my thing. I would love for you to spend time with me and watch them. It's your choice. If you want to I hope you weren't like begging her, like, please root for this team with me. You know, I really want you to get into this. Um, that would be a bit much. I would probably say that that might get you into the fifth circle of hell. Um, yeah, we, we can't. I don't know what Brunson video we're talking about. Look, man, I, I hope you guys are happy together watching the Knicks together. I will just say for what it's worth, my wife watched most of the We Here season with me and she has not really watched since then because we have a second child. I miss it. I, I used to love watching games with her. It was great. It was great. I mean, when we start first started dating, dating, it was during the 2012-13 season. At the end of that season, the playoff run. So it is cool when you get to share with your significant other. I'll say that when they're good. Thanks, uh, Hayden. And thanks, Abby. Red Sarah check. J Mac, I breathed and I got some ice cream after my negative tips chat. The balanced conversation around Tibbs is necessary, so thank you. Wow. Thank you, Red. I appreciate that. I just want Seventh Avenue shut down. We all want the same thing. We all want the same thing. And 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 that's and that's the tough part for me, Red. And I think, and again, I didn't say this explicitly before, but I should say it. I think the other reason a lot of people don't feel like doing the you know the, the exercise about, oh, are we being fair to the coach of the New York Knicks? is because a lot of people, I think, very credibly have the position that he is not the coach that is going to take them to the to the promised land. That's, that is as valid a position as one could have. That's incredibly valid. If you just don't believe this coach is a guy who is capable of taking a team to a championship level, so, you know, I, I, and if you're someone that wants to see a championship and you're like, well, this guy's not going to do it again. That's why I, I, I try very hard. I really do. People may not believe this, but I do really try very hard to sympathize with and empathize with where people are coming from with the criticisms. But I just, I do still think that there is a, a way to do it in a way that is, um, God, I'm really going to be old, old man on lawn chair here. I'm not going to say respectful, you know, just like civil. (laughs) That that would be my word. Thank you, Red. Appreciate that very much. Uh, With another one, here's Red. Breaking the action 11 years ago today. Linsanity. Oh, my God. How I would love to sit here and talk about Linsanity. Uh, Shout out to Jeremy Lin. uh, Friend of the pod, Jeremy Lin. Um, That was such a trip to I could have talked to him. Funny, funny behind the scenes story of that one that you, I think you couldn't probably tell on the pod. I was given a very strict time limit on that and I blew past it and I was so engaged in the interview that um, Andrew was texting me 
and sending me chats in the Zoom because I think we did that one on Zoom. Like, dude, you got to cut it off. Last question. Like, th- this there cannot be another question. And then finally, he had to jump on because the producer for Jeremy and I don't blame her at all for this was like he needs to go he has another he's like blown past his time to start another interview so Andrew had to jump in and be like yeah we, we got to end it right now <clears throat> and uh, so it was a funny story about that pod as far as insanity goes haven't ever experienced anything like that in sports felt like felt like you were, we were living in a fairy tale was not real couldn't be real how could it be real and it was for like two and a half weeks. It was real. Magic was real. Busy. What's going on, Busy? Uh, like Kevin, I also like the no big three minutes. It felt like the ball didn't stick. Everyone played like equals and together. Those minutes for me made it clear. You have a dot, dot, dot here. I don't know if there's another comment coming after that. I have a feeling I know where you're going. Um, yeah, I loved it too. But that's part of the reason why the RJ conversation is so interesting to me because well, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I do think there is a very valid conversation that this player works better, you know, coming off the bench in terms of given the specific. And again, I still wanted to, but that's the problem, right? Because like Tibbs, does he trust him? Is it because he's the best option? I don't know, but he plays him all these minutes. You, you know, you're not playing a guy 44 minutes coming off the bench. Now there's a conversation to be had about whether he should be playing 44 minutes in any game. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, you, they have, he has to stagger. He has to stagger and maybe it, staggering is enough and he doesn't need to adjust the starting lineup, but I think it's a good call. Busy. I saw the exact same thing. Oh, one of the three need to go. No. Yeah. Uh, Brian Benjamin, the Clippers are a better team. We all know it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what their championship odds are right now, but I imagine they're still pretty good. They're really tough to guard. They, you know, the Clippers lose by self-inflicted wounds. Like you kind of have to hope they make mistakes with the ball. and that their lack of a point guard ends up biting them in the ass because if they're going to play like this and they're going to shoot like this, like you, like how many times do we watch Ka- Kawhi Leonard just take someone into the post or Paul George takes someone to the post and hit some ridiculous shot. Like they could do that. And when you throw a Norm Powell in who could put the ball on the floor and he's really it's a, like Norm Powell scored 50 points in an NBA game like that dude, or what was it? 40 something. Maybe whatever it was, a lot of points. I, and we saw tonight why he, he's really talented. Um, and they're going to make a trade. They're going to make a trade. I don't know what the trade's going to be. I don't know if it's quite uh, Kyrie Irving. I don't know if it's going to be Fred Van Vliet. I don't know if it's going to be, I mean, Mike Connolly put Mike Connolly on that team. I mean, I understand it, it, it introduces a defensive issue into the, into the mix, but Oh boy. They could use a Mike Connolly. That team's good. They're really good. Thanks, Brian. Hayden Freed. Abby and I just graduated college. Oh, wow. That's awesome. KFS and the Knicks bring us joy as wild as that is. You guys have made her a forever fan. Not me. (laughs) 
Thank you. Thank you, KFS. That's all. It's so sweet. Man, congratulations, guys. Um, got your whole lives in front of you. That's awesome. Um, enjoy your 20s. I'm going to give some life advice because Justin's telling me we're, we're pretty much done. Give some life advice to you guys because that's, that's something I should be doing is giving life advice. Um, <clears throat> have fun in your 20s. Don't make any mistakes you can't get, get take back. Uh, don't have kids anytime soon. I mean, it sounds like you guys are like only like dating or whatever. You're still young. No person should ever have a child before they are 30. That should be a law, actually. We should start arresting people for having kids in their 20s. I would, I would co-sign that. Um, on that note, go out a lot. Because when you have kids, that shit stops. So go out a lot in your 20s. But also, like, you know... Handle your business, do your, like, make, do your, whatever you're doing with your career. If there's a chance you want to take, if there's a career you've always wanted to pursue, do it in your 20s because it's real. Take it from me. It's really tough to decide later in life, like, oh, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I'm going to teach. And oh, by the way, in my spare time while I'm commuting on the fucking train, um, I'll write about basketball. Oh, wow. My wife is pregnant now. That's okay. I'll find extra time to do this podcasting thing on the side. Yeah, that shit's really a, hard get all that sorted out in your 20s so that you could enter your 30s being like i know who i am i know what i want to do i know where i want to be um and you could just live life because your 30s are gonna be hard because you're gonna have kids and, and that's and that's no fun it's fun but it's it's not fun anyway okay that's uh life advice presented by john of the macri for the eight of you who wanted to hear that Thank you, Hayden. Good luck to you and Abby. And congrats. Red Sarachek, for someone who could fly under the radar at times, um, Quentin Grimes is worth the price of admission. Buying his jersey for $55 a few months ago feels like highway robbery. That's a good purchase by you, Red. Quentin Grimes, again, I'm so... I love him as... I think I, I honestly, this is going to sound messed up. I think I love him as an asset almost more than I love him as a player because like you're that he is always going to be valuable either to your team or, and, and uh, credit to Fred Katz. Fred Katz has been the one who's been saying this since the summer. You put Quentin Grimes on 29 other teams and that dude's not only going to play, he's going to play meaningful minutes. I don't know if he's going to start for 29 other teams, but he's going to play meaningful minutes. He's such an important piece to what they're doing. Um, they need him. They need quickly too. They need both of those guys. But like, again, I, I'm not like, if we're doing the list of like most indispensable Knicks, like those two guys are, they put themselves in the conversation. They really do. You know, um, not the most, but like they're up there. Thanks, Red. Appreciate it. And I guess that's it. Uh, Justin, I'll give you a 10-second grace period window if you want to uh, hop on and say anything to the fine folks at home. I'd love to have you. You have a wonderful smile. 
If not, that's okay too. Um, I like when Justin gets on here because he's, he's always has something interesting to say, but maybe another, maybe another time. Uh, okay. This is fun. Uh, thanks everybody. I know, you know, this team doesn't make it easy on any of us. And I, you know, it's annoying to have to like have these things every, you know, so often be like this referendum on, you know, fandom or whatever, um, or the team or this and that, but like, you know, I do this because I'm passionate about it. I don't do this because I'm, you know, want to waste my time. So I, yeah. Hope it was okay for everybody tonight. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Uh, Andrew, don't forget to check your podcast feed. Uh, Andrew has a banger of a pregame pod coming out on Philly. He teased it earlier. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's a good one. You're going to want to listen to this one. And then uh, we'll be here after the Philly game, which who knows? We'll see. Maybe they surprise us. Uh, as always, thanks for tuning in. Remember, like the video. If you're watching this, you haven't liked the video, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Um, and if you're listening to this tomorrow in podcast form on Sunday in podcast form or whatever, uh, feel free to drop a five-star rating or a review. We appreciate those things. See you live after the next game and uh, happy Saturday night, everybody. Peace out.